<laughs> Hello. Hello. All right, we are joined by. Great example. Great. People Good. I'm very smart. We I are joined by Brooklyn. Hi. Hi. Wee. Canadians in the house. What's up? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Good. Good. Yeah. Um, what brings you to Chicago? I'm doing the top four show at Roscoe's tomorrow night. Yeah, I am excited. It's good. I love the city. It's just one of my, we were just talking before. You're it's one of my here. favorite cities. I love, love, yeah. love, love Chicago. Never leave us again. I, Move maybe here. I'm, I might not. <laughs> it's, I'm thinking about either here or LA, so. Yeah. I feel like that rugal pressure to move to LA. Oh, Everyone's yeah. like, so many moving to LA. Well, wait until like January and come here and then make yeah, that decision. That's yeah, that's true. I'm from Toronto though. I, I know. Oh, right. I know you know. It's One kind time of a I was in Toronto move. and my eyeballs froze. Like I couldn't, really? they got like blurry and I could. I went into a sushi restaurant and I couldn't read the menu because the wind was freezing cold. Oh my God. I had to wait like 20 minutes to be able to <laughs> read the menu. We were like apologizing to the waitress and I was like, I'm sorry. To be fair, they're both class. Oh, okay, well. Yeah, just a glass <laughs> I can't see anything right now. Um, I have known you for, like, six years. Um, I The first time I ever saw you was at Miss Continental, <laughs> and it was the year that Nasha won. Yeah, Nasha won. Yeah. My first year there. I was first runner-up, and then I won the next year. And that hey. does not happen very often. No, like, it doesn't. Your, like, rise was, like, fucking quick. Yeah. Doing it when you won. And that was, what, four or five years ago? That was, it was my five-year anniversary this year. Wow. Um, 2014, uh, it was, uh, well, I had been, do- I've, I've been like, I started drag when I was like 19, like mm-hmm. most kids do, but never like once, once every three months kind of yeah. thing, never getting paid for a gig, didn't mm-hmm. know what I was doing. And then I, is this in Canada, this was in Canada. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to South Africa and for, what? I uh, lived there for two years. I was oh. a, that's where I started dancing. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I was a ballet dancer in South Africa. And then I moved to New York and moved and danced with ballet Trocadero. Mm-hmm. Why, why South Africa? Because they offered me a job. <laughs> oh, sure. I was literally, <laughs> it was like, I was desperate That'll for do a it. job. Like, yeah. people just weren't hiring, and I'm, like, weirdly tall for a dancer. Uh-huh. So it was like, I, like, I just kind of really stuck out. So, <laughs> But yeah. they were desperate for boys, and I was like, okay. Right. So I was I was living in Hamburg, Germany at the time at ballet school there. I had no you idea. Have, like, a wild life. We, a we're just, like, yeah. five I know, minutes so into the podcast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I went from Toronto, and then I went, I, I didn't have a job, so I was like, Okay, I'll go to another ballet school for more training because I started dancing when I was like 16, so super late. Yeah. So I went to Germany and I was there for literally two weeks and they called me to the office. They're like, we have a phone call from South Africa and they want you to come move there. And I was like, and I, I hadn't even computed that South Africa was a place in my mind. <laughs> like I never thought about the place. I didn't know about it. And I right. was like, yeah, I, yeah. What, yeah. What was South Africa like? Heaven. Yeah, it's wow. like the most, I, I've, I've gone back every year since I left. Really? It's like heaven on earth for me. Yeah. But yeah, so I moved down there within two days, not knowing anything Holy about it. And I lived there for two years. <laughs> wow. And then I moved to New York and was with Ballet Trocadero. Um, like which is where whiplash. I learned. Yeah, it was where I learned to dance on point full time. Maybe a year when I what was wow. first runner up at Continental. That's insane. About two years when I like won. Because I remember when that happened, you, like everyone was talking about you. Yeah, like when you you were runner up, it was like this never happens. Yeah. Also, uh, there's very few in the history of non trans winners, mm-hmm. and that and was, was another two, one. I think it was like, the first time that two boy queens were the top two. Wow. Yeah, because they like Nasha was a boy queen in one, and then mm-hmm. I was a real boy, like a really, really boy queen who was first runner up. So I think, yeah, it was like the first time that had ever happened. How long were you in um, Nashville? 
I've been in Nashville. I still live there. I'm or, going on, it'll be five years in February, which wow. is insane. It's the longest really? I've ever lived anywhere in my adult mm-hmm. life. So you worked <laughs> at Play for five years? I worked there for four years. Okay. And then I, as soon as Drag Race started, right, I yeah. was like, bye. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, I just didn't want to be on cast anymore. And I wanted to travel. And That's an exhausting gig. Yeah, seven, for sure. Seven numbers a night. Showgirls, man. Yeah. Pr- princess, like. I don't know how she does. She thrives she's at that, beast. but she, she's also someone who is so like. Um, I feel like she's so scheduled. Mm-hmm. Like she, her brain just like can go on repeat. Yeah, you know, like she's just she. I don't know. Yeah, it takes a very specific person yes. to do that gig. Mm-hmm. Yes, I get sure. bored very easily, and also yeah. I. Yeah. I just don't like living in Nashville. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I literally moved down there because I, I had one Continental and uh, Joey and Todd were the owners of Play. Um, were at the pageant and they they liked me and they wanted me to come down mm-hmm. and work for the weekend and then mm-hmm. they offered me a job. And I was like, perfect, because I needed to get back in the States. I needed a work visa. So mm-hmm. I had them sponsor me for a work visa because I was like thinking yeah. ahead. I was like, this is how I can get on Drag Race. Yeah. So I they got me the work visa, and then I got down there, and like four months later, I started applying for my green card. So I got my green card. And then it's a great, and I mean, it is a lot of work, but it was a great gig. Like yeah, they treat sure. you very, very well there. We have our own dressing rooms. Like in, in, wow. the, in yeah. the drag world, it's like one of the better gigs yeah, to for have. Sure. It is like when you see drag on TV and you're like, well, it's never like that. Like, you know, when you mm-hmm. see like on a TV show and they drag happens in these giant venues and stuff yeah. like that. And it's never like that. It's like that only at play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like that. <laughs> it's, it's one of those places that yeah. it's, it's The it's lighting, great. the sound, like yeah. it's fucking huge. I and dream about that kind of production. Yeah. It's yeah. wonderful, and like we it's like too big. right before uh, I got there. So I oh no! Have, I oh, I'm sorry for bringing it up. I still don't have health insurance. <laughs> Welcome to America! Yay! We're all gonna die. Citizen Welcome benefits. Yeah. I Come know. die slowly with us. Yeah, but it, but it was a really cool gig. Um, and I was just, it was just one of those things. It was time. It had been four years, yeah. and I was like, I feel, I feel like I put in my time here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like it's probably a good place to kind of build up your arsenal. Like you have to. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Create, like I learned create, how to, have to have so much shit too. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I mean, and I'm like the the polish of all the girls and everything. And like I really learned. I always say I learned how to do drag at play. Like mm-hmm. I like yeah. I kind of knew how to do it before, but I came yeah. in there. I was like I miss Continental. Like, uh, and then I got there and I was like, oh, this is <laughs> oh, different help. than Canada. seven numbers a yeah. night. Like, that's just the, yeah. Like you, I was, yeah. I had a lot to learn, and I learned a lot from the girls, and yeah, and a lot, even just a lot about like teamwork and how to work as a group. It's yeah. hard. It is sure. really hard. Yeah. And you're cohabitating with yeah. all of yeah. these big people. And when I got there, like, we were all in the same room. Yeah. Ooh. They, they just separated. Yeah. The oh, I did yeah. not know this. So now there's a big dressing room where, like, the, yeah. the, the, the all the senior girls have their own dressing room. So Nicole, Dee Dee, Princess, and then I got my own. Mm-hmm. Um, they put me in the office because they hired two new girls. And mm-hmm. there's a big dressing room with, like, Vanity and Corliss and Georgia. So mm-hmm. they all, where we, like, seven of us were, there's now three. Wow. And I, I would sit in there and be like, how the fuck did we get seven yeah. people in here? That's crazy. Like, yeah. And it's cool that you get to, like, keep all your drag mm-hmm. there, too. So you just have these giant closets yeah. just yeah. filled to the brim. It's so nice going to work, putting on your drag, taking, taking it off, and going home. Oh. My, my favorite Luxury. thing to do is Luxury. get out of drag and just leave my shit mm-hmm. at the But yeah. I mean, and I haven't worked there in almost a year now, and I'm like, why am I still living here? My <laughs> rent's really cheap, but every time I go home, oh, yeah. I literally have no friends in Nashville. Like, no. like I like know nobody. Like I'm just like, cool. Yeah, this is fun. <laughs> yeah. Shall we dive in? Let's, Let's do dance. It. And oh, um, great. We're gonna start for, with Paige from hometown. So great. we're starting off on a good foot. Like Toronto, my hometown. Or? I think it just it just says hometown. Unclear. Okay. It's not specific. Someone's so. hometown. Somebody's hometown pages. <sighs> what is a motto that you live your life by and or what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Hmm. Uh, 
a phrase tattooed. <laughs> like, uh, I, I'm like, I don't know what I fucking live my life by. I, I mean, one. do you have a phrase tattooed on your body? Because that's also like a thing that people do. Mm. I do actually. I have late rose. <laughs> mm, what does uh, that mean? I mean? Well, I have lots of love, but that's my mom's oh. handwriting. Oh, so yeah. I love um, that. Late rose. Uh, did you ever read the Redwall books? No. no. It was like their children's books. Wait, like, are they about, about animals? animals? Yeah. Like and they don't they have swords and they yeah. like fight and stuff. And I've seen the character- covers of these books. I know. I love. They were like my favorite books. And one of the characters' names was. Late Rose, Aww. and I was a late bloomer, so it kind of means to each and their mm. own time. Aww. So maybe that's my life motto: to each and their own time. It's lovely. Things happen at different Jeez. times for different people. I really love that. I always say, uh, w- I wake up in the morning and I look in the mirror and I say to myself, "Don't nobody owe you shit." <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that is. Oh, it's good. That's that a, is my keeps life. Keeps you humble. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. Mine is in spite of everything. Yes. Oh. It was on the it was on the cover of a photography book that my friend told me about, and I was like. It's vague enough that you can like use it in every situation, which I feel like is All ideal for a motto. Oh, for sure. But also, it's like very like positive and like life affirming, and it's just like, and also it acknowledges that just like shit is gonna come at you, and you just have to keep saying yes to everything and just moving forward. Aww. Thanks. Oh, another good one. My um, that I always love, a quote I always loved is a smile is better than talent. A smile is better than talent. My, oh, my, my ex-artistic director at my ballet company used to say that. <laughs> smile is better than talent. What does that was, mean? Like, I mean, I guess I understand it. but I, It means that like, if you kind of like, if you're professional, like you don't have to be the most talented person in the world, mm-hmm. but if you're professional, you show up on time, yeah. you are nice, you yeah. are most likely going to get booked more than a really yeah. talented person That's who true. is late in a cunt. <laughs> and, and you're like it's like your relationship with like the promoters and stuff is really so fucking casual yeah. like it's literally just like if I want to book someone I just text them hey girl what's going on like it's just um, I don't know like if you're friendly, then it's so much easier. So much like easier, if I yeah. actually want to hang out with someone and I can like have conversations with them, Hello, <laughs> like I don't yeah. know. Because like you have I'm to rambling, spend but... intense and like a lot of time with yeah. people, and everybody's just like yeah, in a, in close nice quarters. So if you just yes. keep it chill, like people just want to interact with, with you. you like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank and the people that you work with or I, that hire you. Yeah, and I keep that like motto going through my whole like business, like with the people I work with, like my agents and stuff. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's very, I'm like, you guys can't be assholes to people. Yeah, like, oh. I want people to want to have an all-around 360 good experience. With right, they represent you, me, too. From you, from everybody. Yeah. yeah. So. You catch more flies with honey. Yeah. Read the next question. All right, uh, this is from Jordan from Vancouver. Hey, hey I love Vancouver. Um, uh, what has been the most challenging thing to deal with since the show finished airing? Mm. Oh. Oh, can I ask, is it is it people... Asking about fucking Brangy because I saw your post about that the other day and people. I commenting, lost follow. I lost two thousand followers. They were I like, was like, "We're no. not together anymore." <laughs> well, fuck it. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I, I was following the comments on that, and a lot of the more intelligent people were like, "Yeah, this is like annoying behavior to like." It's not hound well, someone over this. I was well. I sh- I should have thought a little bit harder about that before I tweeted that. I mean, <laughs> that's why it was one of those things. It was six in the morning. Yep. I, my Xanax hadn't kicked off. Yeah, like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say I'm something. I'm gonna say something. <laughs> um, so probably not my finest moment. But I meant like I, I I wasn't rude about it. I was just like, and it's not like I love like I get that it was a public thing and it was a part of the show mm-hmm. and yeah. it was in everyone's living room, so everyone yeah. feels like they had a part in it. But like it's done and it happened and we're great friends now and we're good yeah. and it's just every time like she sneezes and I get tagged in it yeah. and every time I fart and she gets tagged <laughs> or like I, I take a picture so funny or me. take a picture with another 
person with a penis. Yeah. Right. They're te- like, it's just, yeah, yeah. it's really annoying for her. It's annoying for me. Like, sure. That's and, like, like and, but we, we're not trying to erase it and pretend like it didn't no. happen. We know what happened, but we just let like, it, let it go. Right. Let it go. Also, that is like a main storyline. So they think that yeah. that is something yeah. they can connect with you it's on. It's hard. Yeah. It's just a hard thing. And I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. But uh, that's probably been hard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, it's so it's like people want to connect with you on in, and like have a moment with you that they can share something they know about you and mm-hmm. that they like suddenly create an intimacy. But like, I feel like they don't realize they can do that through your art and the things that you're giving yeah. them more necessarily than your personal like, life. Do you know what I mean? They like, feel like they have a, like this ownership over you a little yeah. bit, which is a little scary. Scary. Mm-hmm. I mean, but yeah. So that's probably been the hardest. For sure. I think of anything else. Probably the whole like. You hate Scarlet thing <laughs> was wow. also hard. Yeah, but I did that to myself, so I can't really. <laughs> I can't really. That was my own, me being stupid. Yeah. I didn't think it was a big deal, but yeah, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. So, and I don't hate Scarlet, but again, it was one of those things in that moment. I was just like, oh yeah, it's a pressure cooker situation. Yeah, just stuff and, happens. Yeah, and I I was very honest and very upfront about it, and I was just like, I don't hate you now. I love you now. Yeah. I love Scarlett. I think yeah. she's so funny and cool, but like when you're in that situation and you mm-hmm. first meet someone and you're, everyone's going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it just wasn't my favorite person. Yeah. <laughs> you're allowed to totally have a I know, but I feel like I'm not yeah. <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But but I also don't, like, I'm very aware of people's feelings. I know I would, I, I hate that I hurt it. I hurt it. It is that a word? It is now. I hate that you I did hurt it. her feelings, yeah. and I didn't want her to feel. So that that was the thing that made me feel the worst about it. That I made her feel bad. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have her on in a couple episodes, <laughs> and we will confront her on behalf of you. Do. Right, <laughs> dude, get that bitch together. Uh, you got the next one. I do. I do. And oh, ooh, this is interesting. Gina from Chicago. Mm-hmm. What is something you've wanted to incorporate into or collaborate on with your drag and haven't yet had the chance to? Second part of the question: Do you have plans to start to incorporate that thing or collab into your drag in the future? What are your plans, Brooke? What are my plans? I don't. That's. I don't know what my plans are. <laughs> I feel like people are like, I have a plan, and I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm just working. Yeah. Is there something you love that you haven't gotten to do? I would like to do like um, well, I'm doing a one woman show in the UK in hey, December, which that's I right. am absolutely terrified about. Why? Why? I've never done a one woman show before. Oh like I'm essentially like a bar queen. Like I started yeah. out doing dragon bars and yeah. stuff. I've never done cabaret drag or anything mm-hmm. like that. And I've never been a part of like, I was in like the ballet world. I was a part of like stage productions, but when it comes to drag, I've never been a part of a stage production. So I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm just being 100% honest here. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. It. I'm terrified because I don't sing lines. When does yeah. it start? It starts like mid December. So I have time. Okay. But I just... Are I, you going to incorporate, like, video and... I guess I'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's how yeah, you'll... i got to do something. That's yeah. how you'll have time to change. Like, yeah. That's really all you can... It's just coming up, like, I... Coming up with, like, a, a theme and, like, just making things around that. I guess it's... Like, they're advertising it as, like, a Christmas show. So I'm like, cool, I guess I'm doing Cute. a Christmas show. That, but that's helpful because I'm like, yeah. at least I know Somewhere sort to of, ground it. like, what's happening. Well, if you need any help writing, I always do that's writing true. behind the scenes. So. That would be great. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> yeah, I do like haters or stuff too. Oh, awesome! Do yeah, you? that's amazing. I, I I thought it'd be cute to like do like Brook, Brooklyn hates Christmas or like something. That, like that would be cute. Like do like the Grinch and the poster could be me as the Grinch, <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah, skulking along, just like funny. Yeah. So one woman show is next. One woman show. Um, is that like a one night only thing? No, it's like a fourteen date. Oh, nice extravaganza. 
Yeah. And I'm really excited because I'm it's a mental block for me, definitely. So like once I'm like past it, I'm like, yeah, yeah I can do this. Yeah, that's so cool. Because I love the idea of it. I think it's great. It just I don't I don't know what I would do. I guess I haven't really found my list. I was like, well, you I said mean, it on the podcast, like, now you oh. have to do it. Like, you sure got it right. I don't, yeah, no, that's not happening. Yeah. I thought of doing one song called, like, This Is a Song and just, like, basically making fun of people that's who like, record music. I, Kim's, yeah. that's Kim's single. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. Uh, uh, are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> and, and it's like, uh, all right, where's that? I won't release a single. <laughs> I won't release a single. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, it just seems, Sometimes it's good. I, I just if if you want to do that, great. It's just not my, my yeah. cup of tea. Sure. So right now you're just kind of riding the wave. I'm riding the wave. Um, hopefully we'll be riding the wave for a while. That's the plan. Um, yeah. I would love to do modeling stuff. I'd love to do like runway oh, yeah. like stuff and like because that was my favorite part of being on the show was just like walking the runway. Doing the runway, yeah. Like, this is great. I don't have to talk. I don't have to be funny. I just have to look good. Oh God, sounds ideal. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. I would love to do modeling, runway stuff. I'd love to get into like TV, like hosting stuff. I think it'd be mm-hmm. fun or just like TV stuff in general. Yeah. yeah. I did. And I did the um, First Wives Fight Club with Ginger yeah. Minj, oh, Peaches right. Christ, and yep. Raja in some time. Before. In the, last, in in the, the before time. In the before time I did it. <laughs> and I had a lot of fun. So I would love to do like a Peaches Christ show or just like stage yeah. stuff again. And I was like, I really surprised myself because I didn't think I was going to be good. And I was. So <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> think I was going to. Is like, it like a totally different bone for you than like dancing on oh, stage? Oh, yeah. Is? Because like I've never had to talk before. Ah, yeah. And I mean, like you saw like the majority of my acting on the show was not great from <laughs> what you saw. Um, you made it. You made, made it, buddy. It. And like workshop and like what works, what doesn't. Right. And I really, that's something that's really important to me. That's why drag, a lot of the stuff on Drag Race was so hard for me because I like to process and like um, figure like, out what I'm going to do. And like it's I like a breakneck time. pace. Like. Yeah. Like I need time to think. And on the show you have like, they're like, hey, here's two hours. Oh, and you also have to do your makeup and eat lunch in that time. Jesus. So yeah. fun. Yeah. So, um, and we need you to talk about your traumas while you put your makeup on. Exactly. You have 45 minutes. That would not be hard for me. <laughs> Tell me about that time your mom didn't hug you enough. Right. <laughs> and then everyone go over and do that awkward. Yeah. <laughs> that was the word. Cheat out. Yeah. Cheat out to the camera. Yeah. Cheat out to the camera. The, yeah. The, they're there. The, like, like weird. People trying to hug you at once. Yeah. Like, uh, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Uh, this is from Ash from Melbourne. Uh, was it difficult for you uh, when first starting drag performances to dial down your ballet technique to fit the more expected drag dance style? Oh, you no. Think it, no. I mean, I didn't dial it down. That's why I did yeah. so well. You did a lot of ballet. You were, like, true to... Yeah, I mean, I used my ballet training. That's what got... That's literally what's got me where I am today. I is, feel like people... I'm oh, sorry to interrupt. I feel like people think that there's, like, <clears throat> total walls between the different styles of dance. But, like, you're no. still moving your body in this particular No, I mean, way. it's fluidity is fluidity. I yeah. mean, um, uh, yeah, like, I, being a dancer is kind of what has gotten me where I am today. So I definitely did yeah. not. I would dialed it up, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, I'm a dancer. And yeah. I'm like, fuck. Now that I'm, like, 33 and I, ha- I, I, have, <laughs> right, I, I haven't been you. a professional, like, to, I haven't been a professional dancer in seven years. Like, this is the last time I was, like, paid to be a dancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, you're a ballet dancer. I'm like, girl, <laughs> seven years ship ago. Sailed, like, yeah. no, that ship has sailed. But now, yeah. it, like, it's expected of me. So I, like, yeah. put on the point shoes and I'm like, oh, <laughs> here we go. And I also don't have time to stay in shape now. Yeah. Like, really no time because yeah. I'm constantly on the go. So now it's really yeah. just, like, <laughs> Margot, <laughs> well, you, Margot Fontaine is, like, this 
1950s ballerina mm-hmm. who's like, you know, Margot Fontaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's. So I always say I'm like the Margot Fontaine of drag, <laughs> just like really low legs, just like very low legs. gentle. The nice thing about ballet is that if you don't know it, you don't expect a lot. Right. That's so they're true. like, she's on her toes. <laughs> right. Right. It's going that's great. Bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very. And it also, you're also in a bar, like on a shitty yeah. stage. Right. So, you can't really. Yeah. You can't really do a lot anyway. Yeah. It probably. I mean. Because I did a lot of theater. I feel like it just helps you, if you're performing from a young age, just understand how to have a presence on stage mm-hmm. and how to literally how to work a room. cheat out and, yeah, how to fill a room with, Always you know. get the balcony, look yep. up, yeah. look down, look Connect everywhere. With all the people. Yeah. And those are things that, like, y- y- it just kind of comes to you mm-hmm. after a while, but it's hard to teach people that stuff, like, later in life. It mm-hmm. is. I think that's what I'm, like... I think that's one of my goals for the future is when things calm down a little bit, um, when they're not so crazy as they are now. I just re- I want to get back into like biggest question that I would love to do is like maybe do like a drag ballet tour or like a like a dance show. That with sounds me amazing. Star. Yeah, no one's really done that before. Yeah, and but I I need to like be back in shape and like right. be good again. So and that's there's gonna... only so much you can do on a plane to exercise exactly. yourself and it's dance in shape. It's so, and once you get out of shape, it's so. Oh hard. my god! Especially like, like it's it's just, and it's such a mind fuck too. Like I can't even tell you what a mind fuck ballet is because ballet is like the only art form that there's like a right way and a wrong way, mm-hmm. and you yeah. will never be right, and mm-hmm. it's never gonna be perfect, and you're always <laughs> right, yeah. trying to strive for perfection. And then on top of that, the fact that I started really late in life, mm-hmm. so I've always been playing catch up, and mm-hmm. the fact that I'm a youngest child, so I've always been playing catch up with oh, that. Oh no! Just the mental, like emotional, fucking baggage that comes with yeah, all of yeah. that is like so. It, it's hard because you get so frustrated and you get so overwhelmed by it, mm-hmm. and you just want to quit. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get back in shape and. I believe in you. Know, you. And you, you just think it. you're shit all the time. Like right. Every well, because everybody's like, telling garbage. you that you're shit. Yeah. 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 Like That's you how try they to, make you better. If you ever meet a ballet dancer, just try to give them a compliment. They'll be like, no, yeah. no, no, yeah. no. I'm the worst person ever. It mm-hmm. suck. And when they'll I, tell you all the bad things about themselves. <laughs> when I grew up doing theater, it was like all of the, there, there was just like, the dancers would hang out in their own clique. <laughs> and then like all the theater kids, there was like 150 theater kids. And there was like, Ten dancers, yeah. and they would only hang out with each other, and they were just like the quiet ones, and they were like, the teacher was definitely shitting on them constantly. Like the vibe was so different. Like it's, ours is like, we let's have fun, and the dancers are like, intense. get your fucking yeah. shit together. It's head, intense. head, leg, yeah. Out, like go. theirs was like intensive, and ours was like, we, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like ballet, especially, is the only mm-hmm. art form. Like, like for that art form, you just have to love it so much that you yeah. have to be willing to put up with all of that shit. And like the body dysmorphia that comes with it, nice. like the it's all I, suffering. I constantly think I'm fat. It's, that's going back to that question. I would like to do like a dance show and get back in shape. That and sounds like amazing. Feel amazing again. Then you would have an excuse to do it. You would exactly. have the time because you're like, well, I'm working. I gotta. I'm, I'm also. It's this weird thing where like I'm afraid to take time off. And I've talked to a couple other Rue girls about this. Like yeah. where I'm afraid if I take a month or two months and just work a little bit not a lot like people will forget about me and they'll want to stop working me like reasonable showbiz fear it's this weird like like if you sit down you won't get back up that is totally a relatable thing so it's like I I like I'm like yeah I want to take two weeks off and they're like hey we booked it off your calendar I'm like what Right. Oh my god. No, I need shows. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm like, what am I gonna do? Are I'm gonna be alone of... with my thoughts. Oh no. <laughs> the person who gets like nervous when you don't work because if oh, I'm yeah. not working for a week, I'm just I freak like, out. oh my god, oh. what do I do? <laughs> I like, I'm, yeah. I'm taking time off after New York Drag Con, like forcing yourself to for like not five work. days, and I'm like, <laughs> what do I do? Yeah. Is this like, gonna be okay? Like, okay. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's weird, but yeah, like now that you're in it, you just feel like you have to go, go, go constantly. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> the most depressing we, podcast we all like, ever. Oh no, this is normal. This is yeah. deeply normal. This what is cheerful you, for us. Yeah. What else makes you, you sad? Comfort food. Can I have one of those macaroni oh, no. and cheese? Things? I only bought one, but oh. we can send somebody right across the way to get you some. I, when I yeah, need a food hug. A food hug. <laughs> um, oh, all right. You want the next one? Oh, I thought it was, but I will do it for sure. Um, Frankie from Chicago, what's the most expensive part of your drag that Ooh. is a must-have? Mm. Like, you can't do it without it. Hair? Like, it all, all of it. All of it, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, probably. But the most expensive part. I would say the costumes, because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a large woman, and I, store-bought isn't really an option for me, so I have mm-hmm. to get most of my costumes custom-made. Yeah. Um, and they're more expensive than my wigs. Who makes a lot of your stuff? Uh, Dallas. Dallas, yeah. Lady Hyde literally yeah. probably makes 95% she, of my costumes. She's so good. So good. She's impeccable. She's gorgeous. Like, everything is just, like, a work of art. It's mm-hmm. amazing. She, I, she made that thing for Kim that Kim wore to the reunion. Mm-hmm. And it was, like... <sighs> yeah. It, it, was, it, it was the largest thing I've ever seen and it's just like impeccable it's like fucking origami like know that it has to travel she, and like she's figure so out quick. how to make it travel and it's so and rare she's never missed a deadline no, that's her thing that's she so, she's never missed a deadline she's so it's so rare in this business to find someone who's like on top of their shit and we yeah. get it done yeah. and quickly like she usually yeah. gets it she'll get it done in like two days like she just made my drag con three of my wow. all, all four of my drag con looks I in just two like days. choked on my champagne <laughs> and the fact that she's making stuff that's like on the runway but also like she makes Michelle Visage's outfits. Yeah. Like she's making shit all the way to the top. Like, yeah, she's so stunning. talented. Um, yeah. So I, she makes the majority of my my clothes. And then I started working with Perry Meek a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he made me this that rhinestone cat suit I've been wearing That's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you get a costume made now. You wear it for a month. That's and so you real. Just forget though. about it. Yep. <laughs> That's my life now. And you put it in a box for three years. Mm-hmm. Are you excited for DragCon? I am really excited for DragCon because I. It's not the LA one, and I've like <laughs> that one was that one was it was just a lot going on. Like the yeah. finale was happening, the reunion yeah. was happening, um, and then that was happening, and I'd never experienced it before. But now that I kind of know, yeah. and we're doing everything ourselves this year, we're not hiring somebody to do anything, oh, yeah. so it's all in house, and that's good. Yeah, and my team's amazing, so I'm excited. It's gonna be fun, and I hear the New York one is better than the LA one. It's so cool. Oh well, that's my oh. boyfriend. Hey, Dad. <laughs> um, uh, I think so. I haven't been to the New York oh one, God, but no I'm going. One. He's just gonna idle out Kid in Rock's front of the. Outside, sorry. He's gonna idle out in front of the building for the rest of the podcast. I like it. You're welcome. You want some background noise? In yeah, there? no, it's nice. I'm from Florida. <laughs> I can go to sleep. I'm from Florida. Oh, oh. Okay. He has a huge penis. Clearly. Um, yes, New York. Yeah, I've superior never, drag con. Yes, apparently I've it's smaller, been. but it's like I've heard from so many girls that it's better. It's Did you go better. to drag con before you were? Mm-hmm. I went the last three years, I think. Just like walked around and was like, "Hey, look at me! I'm a drag queen." Yep, I love it. Someone uh, noticed me, put me on oh, the show. Oh, right. there that, it is. That horrible desperation before drag. <laughs> I don't know like... what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, I'm very familiar. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> like walking around and uh, it's like lit like a fucking staples in there. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> it's fucking terrible. awful. That it's overhead like yellow light. Lighting. It's terrible. And yeah. Good Super times. fun, really. It's fun. a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. I had a lot of fun in LA, though. I I was I I was smart about it. I made like I make sure all my outfits. I don't have to wear hip pads in. Yeah. I have I'm sitting yeah. down the whole time. I like, do I wise wise decision. Why these people stand or no. choose to stand? No. Like they think oh, you're a fucking soldier. I'm like, no, bitch, sit down. Like I, if I'm comfortable, I'm gonna have a good time, and I'm gonna be a lot happier to see people. That's real. So that's real. I need to make sure I'm happy first before I'm taking pictures with people. Do you remember yeah. the year that Detox was literally laying in a bathtub? Yeah. And then 
she, she, but still she has said back, it wasn't good. Yeah. She still has back problems. She from said it. she, she hated her neck it. is still fucked up from yeah. lying in a bathtub <laughs> for three days. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Yeah, she tried to be so, so lazy and it didn't right, it totally no. backfire. I think the best lazy is Willem in his like camp chair. Yeah. Rolling. Yeah. Just <laughs> literally like on K. That's funny. Literally, she is. It's like I'm fucking rolling tits right now. There's like seven year olds in line to meet her. Like, Jesus Christ, Willem. Oh my god. In a giant camp chair. On brand. I yeah. loved it was Art Simone and Karen from Finance a couple of years ago. They yeah. had made it like a campfire and they were camping like camp. Yeah counselor outfits but they were in like Timberlands and they sat on the ground and they got up when they wanted and it was just like I want to do a bed the next time I want to literally be in a bed right do princess in the sea and just have stacked I wanted to do like American beauty but Canadian beauty oh my god maple leaves yeah (laughs) and have like a like a camera like on top so yeah I think that'd be really cool I love that that's cute but that's a plan no one steal that. You heard it here first. <laughs> this is you what's gonna happen it. in New York. I just love the the like uh, the feats everyone's going through to like be elegantly uh, lazy. Yes, just, or not lazy, but just like elegantly do bare minimum. Yeah, yeah, like comfortable because that sure. shit sucks. Like it sucks, and it's also expensive. Like uh, there's yes. this like weird competition between all the girls. Like yep. who's gonna have the best booth? Yeah, like, for sure. Uh, and I'm like, and then, and then you just you're spending money for no reason. They just want to meet you. Yeah, you could just I could literally be there in an empty booth and. These people would still want to meet me. Just do it. I think I might just like really super minimalist. Like, like, not great idea. Bare naked. In a high chair. Oh my God. Like, baby. I'll do like a whole. This took a turn I was not expecting. (laughs) In a diaper, so I don't have. I I really don't have to. Oh, you don't have to go anywhere. Shitting yourself. This is terrifying. Oh, I'm going to do it. And people can like throw baby food at me on the white wall, and at the end, I'll sell the piece of art. I like that. You're going to make so much money. God, I'm a genius. <laughs> I'll so do it one day, too. So just smart. like, when, yeah. I really, when I really have no fucks left to give. <laughs> I say that, but I will always have fucks I'm to give. I'm truly imagining this now, and it is a frightening <laughs> thought, but I'm also, dare, like, I'm totally intrigued. Yeah. You should do it. I think it'd be really fun. Yeah. Or have people just, like, sign me. Like, every time I sign a print, they have to sign me back. <laughs> This is performance mm-hmm. art. Yeah, this I is trying to go something. I love this. I love this, like, no. this art school bullshit. This Look, is- I saw that video of you sitting on the ground watching those that person like what were they doing? Pouring spaghettios on themselves or something? No, she. Uh, do you know the <laughs> interior semiotics meme? It's a girl uh, spilling uh, spaghettios out of her vagina. That's what it was. Excuse me? It was a girl. <laughs> you spitting. brought up the baby thing. I We're did. going I there. Did. Sorry. So she was spitting, um, like. How did she get them in? Um, she, like, put them in before and uh, and then came out and did and then opened up, like, her, her leggings and it's, like, spilling uh, spaghettios all over the floor. It's like a viral meme and I'm in it. It's from, like, eight years ago. As someone who has a vagina, I have a couple questions for uh-huh. you. <laughs> how do, like, how would you put spaghettios? That's turkey Yes. Really? I, that's how I would do it. I'm just saying. Terrifying. Like, would you like? Because I've never seen, I've never seen one up close. So, like, can you like open it up and just shove things in? Yeah, for sure. Do you understand how heterosex works? Uh, Yeah, right. No, I do. But like, do we need to tell you about the birds and the bees? (laughs) No, but I imagine there's like, like, you know, poop doesn't come out of it. I know. (laughs) I'm aware of that, but I just, I just, uh, I just try to like picture like, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you put lots of but it's not in like there. a hard thing. It's like a soft, like squishy thing. It'd be hard to like get up there. No, no, no. Turkey no. baster. But it, listen, I think she probably had an infection after this. Like, I'm sure, we, but it we'll, is possible. I'll post the. We'll post Those the video. Those muscles are very our, strong. We'll post the video on our Instagram. We totally that. will post the video <laughs> oh on our Instagram. Oh my god! Yeah. You're welcome, world. <laughs> 
every every now and then it, it'll like show up on Facebook and be like art school kids and some like stupid Republican <laughs> and you're sitting meme. there in back and it's just yeah like Willem did it on the on the beatdown like mm-hmm. three or four years ago and I texted her I was like she was literally like pointing to me in the video I was like girl this is me from like eight years ago it was this like random thing that that's went crazy it was this terrible it was art school bullshit and I went and I was like this is awful and I was just the most hipsterest thing you ever saw it's did you true. have like a Oh, Swoop. no, I had, I, 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 I'm wearing a giant um, crucifix, like, <laughs> no, I'm, and I'm wearing, I'm, I was, uh, I was afflicted. <laughs> I was a hipster. I hipster, was hipster. afflicted. I think I had giant glasses on yep. and like high-waisted pants and like, I was a hipster. So much has changed. so cool. So cool. <laughs> but not cool. I had hair. I had hair. All right. Anyways. <laughs> Cool. I don't know what we were this talking about. My favorite but podcast yeah. I've ever done. It's only my second podcast I've ever done, but Good. so far my favorite. So we're, we're 50% This up. one in Nashville like three years ago. Oh. It was fine. Yeah. We are great. You are wonderful. <laughs> we're amazing. Nobody's better than us. All right. <laughs> is it you or is it me? We've, I've gone off the rails now. Me, uh, Farah from Montreal. How do you feel like you've made it, in quotes, in your career? Have you experienced that moment? Hmm. If not, do you have an idea of what that looks like for you? And do you feel like there's any pressure to get to that point? This is intense. That is a very intense question. Mm -hmm. Um, For me personally, like every time I accomplish one of my goals, I never feel like I've made it because I'm immediately thinking about what I have to do next. That is the correct way to do things. Yeah, I'm never like, oh, yeah, I arrived. I'm like, oh, cool, I did it. Okay, now how, like, and then I have the anxiety of like, how am I going to top this? What do I have to do next to my career? If you're a successful person, you never think like... Don't have goals, kids. (laughs) Right. It's exhausting. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I'm tired. And and stressful. Um, I'm tired. (laughs) My brain hurts. (laughs) Um, But um, no, I never think I've like made it. Like, I thought I might when I got on Drag Race, but like, no. I mean, I make more money now, which is nice, but I also have... 20 times the stress and expectation exactly. that I had before. Like, so there, with a yin, there's a yang. Like, there's yeah. two sides to everything. So, um, no, yeah, I always just keep, like, I'll, I'll take, like, a day and, like, celebrate it. <laughs> and then I'm like, fuck, what about, like, yeah. what now? Like, especially after Drag Race, because you, you're given this platform and you're given this huge exposure. And then the show ends and you're like, well, what okay, what? here is we go. Is that all there is? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, then you're kind of like floating in the abyss because you have to then decide, like, do you want to go on your one-woman show? Do you mm-hmm. want to go uh, right. do a, a, a tour with, like, Voss? Or do you want to take what time off? What are the off? choices? Do you wanna, yeah. Like, you're yeah. literally, you're steering the ship and it could go in any direction. That's true. It's hard, yeah. Clear understanding of what you want to do. Mm-hmm. It's just stressful. Like, a whole thing after the show is just so stressful. Like, picking an agent, a manager, all, yeah. all these people coming at you with all these promises and mm-hmm. they're going to do they're gonna yeah. do this for you and that for you. And you're like, are you though? Like, yeah. do you have my best... And they make you sign, like, a two-year contract and mm-hmm. you're stuck. And mm-hmm. it's like... Oh, it's just, and you don't know any, you don't know sh- the, like a lot of these drag queens have never been business people or like worked yeah. in this industry for that long. Yeah, Some we're not drag have. queens because we're business folks and we understand yeah. how to do. I yeah. mean, like if you've been doing it for a while, you become business savvy, but Gotta. like still like it's, it's, you've, your, your mind is fucked from the show and then you have these people like crawling down your neck and then you're trying to figure out like what you're going to do with your life. Mm-hmm. And you're getting more criticism than you've ever had in your ever, entire life. For everything. And mm-hmm. you're just trying to navigate the waters It's just you don't know what's happening. Yeah, you have no <laughs> clue what's happening. Yeah. But at the same time, like we also all signed up and asked for this. So yeah. yep. we, you can't, you feel stupid when you like try to complain about it because it's not really, it's, 
an amazing thing. Like it's yeah. stupid what I get to do for a living. Yeah. So yeah. The faster you drive, the more flies you have in your windshield. Like exactly. Know. My my goal, my plan for the future is I just want to keep working in whatever yeah. capacity that is. I want to keep working. I want to keep making money. I got on Drag Race because I never I wanted to make money. That was my goal because I wanted be making $150 booking for the rest of my life. So that was my goal getting on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And that was my only goal. Mm-hmm. I never once said I want to win Drag Race because I didn't really care about winning Drag Race. No. Yeah. No. What did you, when you went in, what did you think? Did you think I'm going to get top four? Like when you. I didn't dare think I, that. I, like, I know some people. I hoped. Yeah. Some people but, go in and think it is what it is. We'll figure it out. Some people go, I have to win this. You know, like. Yeah. It was never an I have to win situation yeah. for me. You're it was, like, I just wanted to do well. This is it was exposure. And- I wanted to do well. And I wanted to like, I knew like I was going to be like representing Canada and I wanted to really make Canada proud and like kind of show off our drag. So Canada, like the official Canadian Twitter, like <laughs> celebrating you. I was like, what? This yeah. is wild. Yeah. Like yeah. Canada, the country. And then like congratulated you. Justin Trudeau like asked to meet me, like our prime minister. That's and I like, wild. it was just crazy. It Damn. was so crazy. Have <sighs> you heard that conspiracy? This is totally off topic, but have you heard that conspiracy theory that he's actually the illegitimate child of Fidel Castro? <laughs> don't spit on the no. microphone. I want to be mad about it. Yeah. It's like, if you look at pictures of them, like side by side, like a young Fidel Castro and him, and then there's all these pictures of his parents, like so cute. holding <laughs> his brother as a baby and Fidel's like there helping to hold his brother. And it's a whole thing. Really? Yeah. 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 What, the more you read about it, the more you get convinced, which I think is the best sign of a good conspiracy theory. Amazing. It's like Sandy Hook. Yeah. <laughs> there's also a whole thing about how his nipples are brown and his parents are white people, but I don't know anything about that really. <laughs> I could see it. Um, wh- uh, whenever Kim comes back from Canada, she always has like ketchup chips. Oh yeah, ketchup yeah. chips and all dressed. What's that? All dressed is like, like everything. It's like an everything bagel, but a chip. All dressed. Yeah, it's all dressed chips. It's like everything. Oh. It's like, it's like a little bit salt and vinegar, a little bit ketchup, a little bit like barbecue. It's weird. It's like what? all of it. What's Canada's best food? Hmm. Everyone says poutine. Mm, yeah, poutine's great. Um, a Swiss chalet. Swiss chalet. It's um, a, it's like a Canadian chicken restaurant. Swiss, <laughs> Swiss chalet. So oh, chalet. Swiss, Swiss chalet. chalet. That I now get in. Canada loves gravy. Oh, Canada yeah. loves gravy. And I now get it in like packs at my meet and greets because they sell it at like the grocery store now. So people like bring it to me. You just have a giant freezer Literally, in your house I full of it. I have about 50 packs of oh gravy God. in my house from Swiss Chalet. <laughs> <That's hot. laughs> so thank you for that. Um, and we'll be throwing it at you at the meeting. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but it's really good. I it's, it's just like I've had it since I was a kid, and the gravy's amazing. I, like, drink the gravy, like, when I'm done what? with it. Yeah. Do you like the food? <laughs> it's so in gross. Put baby bottle. <laughs> I would. Do you like the food in Nashville? I feel like that would be, like... That is like Ooh. one of the re- no. Oh, I could eat barbecue every day. Of really? My life. Yeah, barbecue is oh. good. It's oh. too much for me. I want healthy. I want healthy options. I know. We're After a while, I'm like, I need a salad. Oh, we're oh, popping yeah. the champagne. Yeah, yeah, do it, Trey. Pop the champagne. Popping bottles. And I, in the ice. Oh, so close to the microphone. Get out. Oh, oh God. Scares me every time. Well, we have some champagne sponsors on this. If you too would like to be a champagne sponsor, you can uh, send us money on Venmo at the T Podcast. Thanks, Obama. And we'll give you a little shout out. If only. Um, We had a handler on the show who looked just like Obama. We called him Obama. He was one of our like talent handlers. (laughs) He was so cute. (laughs) Literally, like was like his twin. Oh my god, Obama! 
And he would do what? And he was just like this like cute little straight guy who didn't know what the fuck was going on. Bless. Just like, <laughs> he had no idea who Obama was. Oh, God bless. Um, our champagne sponsors for this episode are Miranda Lung, Damaged Bottom. <laughs> yep. Yep. We stand damaged Sometimes bottom. they just give us money so we'll say these things. Yeah. yeah. Jay Fusilla, I think. Paige Jeffrey, Lauren Jackson, and Griffin Sipos. Sipos. Yes. S I P O S. All right. Thanks, cheers. y'all. We cheers love you. Thank you for. <laughs> oh God. That could mean so many different things. Like, is your bottom actually damaged? You're Emotionally, star, physically, physically. I want to know. Questions. Uh-huh. He's a porn star. He's very nice. He comes to the shows a lot. It's weird having friends where you've seen their butthole before. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know you inside and out, literally. But um, I've seen your butthole. Yeah, I have a friend who, like, he's, like, now married to his husband, and, like, the first time they, like, hooked up, he showed me a video of him, like, jacking off, and now they're married, and I'm like... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, like, every time, like, the first thing I ever saw of you was you literally... I've seen your... Jerking off. Yeah. Yeah. And now... You know more about people when you've seen something like that. Oh, yeah. Or somebody shows you a video of them being fisted and you're like, wow, we're close I now. also feel like I gay like people it. are a lot cooler. Like, we're yes. just like, oh, yeah, whatever. That's true. Like, yeah. we're, just, we're chiller about a lot of my body stuff. Queer people, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to get used to saying queer because I never say queer. Queer, queer people like encompasses like everybody. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah, for yeah. sure. So I should start saying yeah. queer people more often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I support that. Thank you. Um, all right. I'll take this one. We only have a few more. Um, this is. Emma from Montgomery, is that right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Emma Montgomery, from Alabama. Montgomery, Montgomery, Alabama. Alabama. Uh, what was it like coming from, <laughs> Lucky has the most beautiful speaking voice, and when I talk, it's not like fucking <laughs> Bobby Hill. <laughs> when, I hear, Bobby when I listen back to this podcast, I'm like, Lucky no. sounds like, hey, welcome to NPR, and I sound like <laughs> fucking Bobby Hill. Okay. Let me tell you, I feel the same way after being on Drag Race. Like, listening to my voice, <laughs> like, I'm like, do I oh, sound my like that? God. Yeah. Like, I just sound like this all the time. <laughs> I didn't think yeah. I sounded like that before, but I guess I do. Um, what was it like coming from a large city like Toronto and traveling the world uh, to settling in Nashville, especially being LGBT? Good job. LGBT. Yep, you're doing uh, it. Are there things you love slash hate about living uh, and doing drag in the deep south? Mm. It was horrible. <laughs> um, I hated it. <laughs> yeah, that's the honest answer. Mm. Uh, answer. <laughs> wow, kimchi, everybody. Ghost of, ghost of kimchi <laughs> entered of your kimchi. body. <laughs> She's not body. dead, but she did it anyway. Um, <laughs> well, no, I, I home there. Mm-hmm. Like it's a fine city. It's growing. It's a big, getting very metropolis. And the the job was amazing. I loved my job there, mm-hmm. but I just I, I don't like the south. I don't want want to ever live there again when i (laughs) went to uh the flea market uh i was there like three years ago uh with princess i've been there a couple times yeah we went to this sickening flea market and there was probably at least five people walking around with trump signs and it's just like feels very with signs red state oh yeah people walking around just holding trump signs oh yeah no it's just and it's weird because nashville itself is so liberal but, mm-hmm. like, the clientele it attracts is so conservative. But, like, yeah. the town itself is very, like, musicians and artists. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, and then it's just all fucking hillbillies from everywhere that hates everything that I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just don't like but being in places where people want to But then they come see you at night and, like, try me. to shove money in your tits. It's a very Challenging. weird, very yeah. weird situation. And I literally live in, like, the middle of, I live in Midtown, which is, like, tourist central. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, bachelorette parties outside my oh, window yeah. all day long and... I think the last time I went to Nashville, you could still smoke everywhere, and I was just, like, choking oh, the whole time. Cigarette. I know, me too, though, but 
We have to do, we can't in Trey's house. Whose apartment is this? <laughs> Thanks, Trey, for ruining everything. So you, <laughs> so, I'm just kidding. So you hate, you hate the South. I don't, I, I don't hate, like, Sorry, I don't generalize this whole thing, but I just don't, I, I don't enjoy living in Nashville, even now. Like, mm. it's been five years, and I, I just, you know, I think I've given it the, the old college try. It's been five years yeah. of my life, and you I don't just, vibe with it. Yeah, I don't vibe with it. It's a fine place. It's just not for me. Sometimes it's just not I, home. It's I don't not home. Think yeah. I could live somewhere where I felt a Republican presence. Like I enjoy my little bubble here, but I don't think I could see Trump signs like that and 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 feel calm. Yeah, <laughs> and and you know, it just seems like. A chaos I don't want to invite into my life. Yeah, I do love um, New Orleans, though. That's New Orleans like is super incre- south. Oh, I really want to go. It's really nice. So there's parts of the south I like. It's just I want to I want to move back to not the south. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's time. Reasonable. Laura from Columbus, do you ever see yourself venturing into theater? What kinds of projects and collaborations do you look forward to in the future? We talked about this a little bit, but yeah, like, would, would you like love... be on Broadway? I mean, Absolutely. like Peppermint's done it. I would do every, anything if people ask me to. If they're going to yeah. pay me, I'm going to be there. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'll give it my best shot. I would totally do Broadway. I would love to do another play like the First Wives Fight Club that we talked yeah, about for earlier, sure. which was so fun. Those are, Pe- Peaches is oh. so fucking good. I can Farla Jean Merman. Oh. I've got to work Farla with Farla Jean, Jean Merman, Merman is... who is like, yeah, I was like, I don't know if I want to fuck you or like, <laughs> hug you or mm-hmm. yeah. what. Like, she was just the most. She was only there for a day, but she was just wonderful. Yeah, yeah. and it was really, fu- it was such a funny experience, because like, <laughs> like I came, like I was ready to go, like I knew the majority of my lines, but like I had an idea of what I wanted to do. I was mm-hmm, playing Goldie mm-hmm. Hawn. Ginger is a fucking yeah. theater pro, yeah, and she oh, just yeah. knew. Everything yeah. and then Raja. <laughs> Raja, I love Raja. I do too, but she's, she's such Ra- a stoner. She's, oh my god, and she just did not know anything. And well, no, and, there's no short term memory. And for the the the, the 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 next three days of rehearsal, did not know anything. God <laughs> like bless. She, she had cue cards every show in the front row. No, but I, but but it made it better. Like that's what makes it that those shows so great. <laughs> it's true. It's such a shit show. Like <laughs> like you had Ginger who was like fucking Patty Lapone on top of the game. <laughs> right, and then me who like middle of the road kind of like pretty much knew what I was doing. And then Raja who just looks like nothing. Yeah, we would make jokes about level stage mm-hmm. and like it that's worked funny. for her character. She was like Diane Keaton and all like scatterbrained and couldn't remember anything. That, so. that could be a funny bit though. And also. On Diane Keaton, she literally plays the same character. Like she, she does is, yes. in every movie. Every She's just like herself, I yeah. guess. For thirty years, yeah. yeah. Playing that With or without gloves, she is always Diane Keaton. Yeah, they just like cast. They're like, I guess when they write it, they're like, and then Diane Keaton well, <laughs> comes in in a hat yeah, and a funky vest <laughs> and like does and her like, thing. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's that like exactly weird right. like cry noise she does. Yep. Oh my god, First Wives Club was so good though. Yeah, that was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, do it, do it. Alex from Rockford, what is Canadian drag scene like? Uh, How's it different from Ooh. some of the places you travel to? What is Canadian drag scene? Oh my god, the, I think the biggest. I always say the biggest difference between like the Canadian and like American drag scene is that Ooh. there's no pad, there's no pageant culture up there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, so like they have like bar pageants, but there's no like national title. Right, but, and they have like eighteen thousand of them in the states, and it's just not a thing in Canada. What led you to get into the? I was gonna say that's so interesting. My drag mom, um, mm. in Canada, she's a big pageant girl, and she had done Continental Plus a couple times. Mm. <clears throat> so that's how she kind of got me to mm-hmm. get into it. Yeah. So there's no Continental system there. You no, they had Canada Continental. They used to, and I'm oh. looking to bring it back. Ooh, that's one wow! Thing I would like to, I would like hey. to bring Canada Continental back to Canada. Nice. Because, um, wow. yeah. 
Thank you for reminding me about that. Actually, yeah. I totally goals. forgot I wanted to do when that. When you forget your goals, just right. listen back to this podcast. Yeah. Um, so I want to, yeah, I would like to bring pageantry, a little bit of pageantry back to Canada. Um, and it was actually one best prelim a couple of times. It was a great prelim and people loved it. Nice. So I would like to do that. And, but yeah, I think that's the biggest difference. It's just very, it just sucks because like there's no, there's nowhere for Canadian Queens to go in Canada. You just, it's just like the bar mm-hmm. scene, but like the, right. we don't have a drag race. Or, well, now we do. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, for a long time we haven't. Right. And there was just nothing for them to aspire to. So it was just yeah. kind of bar drag. And also <coughs> that we do, especially in Toronto, I think Toronto is the only place we do it. We do marathon drag. Oh, I was just going to ask what? about that. Where they do like five performances back to back to back. And a girl it's will be on stage for like. Two and a half hour show. This is my girls. jam. Yeah. Like, two and a half hour show. Two girls. And then you just have to fill that. I want to do that. Luckily, like, don't laugh at you me. You get your cardio in for the day? Yeah. yeah. You, <laughs> no, you know me. Somebody. I literally like put myself in a coat closet and did it for three hours with no idea if anybody was watching me. Like, yeah. I don't care if they people are paying this. attention. They do with this. We don't have to art, art school. <laughs> that art school art stuff. It's that weird art school bullshit. That, yeah. But also, I just—I'm <laughs> a glutton for punishment. What can I say? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah so I think um, it's just the—I think the the biggest difference is like the pageant culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen what's the Montreal drag thing? Montreal is very Montreal is cool. It's very different from Toronto. Yeah. It's like very not marathon drag, and they do um, Mado. Cabaret Mado is like the big mm-hmm. gay club there that you do drag at, and they have like a proper stage, and they mm-hmm. all do like they don't tip in Montreal. Really, it's like a cabaret thing. Like you do your uh, performance, they're just not a tipping audience. Yeah, like burlesque. But like everyone has backup yeah. dancers. It's like production <laughs> numbers. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So it's really cool, and it's just like complete polar opposite of Toronto, which That's is just so like good. give me your money <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. And like we don't, we don't really have any big like stages to perform on in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all very like little bar stages. I love little bar stages. I do too, but sometimes I'm like, because I'm a big person when I dance, I get claustrophobic, so I'm like, I can't move. Oh I'm yeah. Hit somebody. Yeah. Well, you should hit the Berlin stage one time. Oh god. It is up <laughs> foot by uh, yeah. three inches. It's about the size of this table. Oh yeah. Everything's I, dirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I remember when I was there, there was somebody doing. There was an older gentleman in his underwear doing all of the Madonna choreography with the video. That makes that. sense. For three hours. That seems legit. Yeah. He was rolling on something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the river. Okay. Um, all right. Is it me or is yeah, it you? Yeah, I think it's you. Oh, God. This well, is... I'm going to deeply butcher your name, we and apologize. I'm so sorry. It is spelled J-S-Y-A-H. Yes. I'm not even going to try. I love you Isa? very much. Isa? Isa, maybe. Sure. From Narangba, Australia. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm excited about this one. What is the best way to introduce yourself to promoters and get booked for gigs? It's like a practical question. This is a practical point <laughs> to like be seen in drag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you just have to literally go out and drag and look really good and be really nice. And that's how it's all networking. Like Shake I mean, every hand in that fucking exactly. bar. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Say hi to everybody. You mm-hmm. meet those promoters. You become their friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard it said so many times that like by so many different people <laughs> that if they had known that they could just go to after hours and not go to university. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's Because it's all about networking. Yeah, yeah. Like, it really is. 100%. Like, that's, a, that's a funny... Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like true. a very L.A. thing. They're like, yeah. I would have not gone to university if I had known I could. I just had to go and like go to after parties with people and, <laughs> yeah. meet, and network and meet people. Yeah. It's like I was saying before. It's like it's so much of our professional 
things are done through like, hey girl, what's yeah. going on? Like mm-hmm. it's just you, just meeting people Networking. after the show yeah. and chilling. And but then, the crazy thing is that business people do that too. Like it's the yeah, same kind of vibe. Yeah. They just hide it better than we do. Yeah, yeah. we're very blatant about our networking. Uh-huh. Yeah. We just get drunk and have ideas like, oh, I have an idea for a show. What if we did this? And mm-hmm. it's just everything's a conversation. And you yeah, know, it's like, so like I think you just have to be. You have to put yourself out there. You have to go out, smell nice, look nice, smell nice. Very important. Very Thank important. you for putting that in there. Wash your, teeth. Wash your tights. Wash your arm. Well, some people like the smell of armpits, but that's true. Still wash them. Um, in my opinion, a, in my humble opinion. Maybe for a specific environment. Unless don't, you're in San Francisco, then don't wash your. <laughs> I yeah. I, Wash your armpits. Yes. I'm going to go with that one. I, I, Smell nice, look nice. We stand friendly. washing armpits on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm in that camp for sure. <laughs> um, and then in terms of, and then when you do get booked, show up yeah. 10 minutes before you're supposed to be there. Right. Have your music ready. Again, be polite. If, don't get too drunk. If they yeah. don't have to worry about you, yes. if they know that you're not a liability, and mm-hmm. that like I love to be the first person to show up. I oh, love yeah. people to go, oh my God, a drag queen early. I'm always, always early, mm-hmm. which is really frustrating in this business because nobody is ever early. And I've no. learned traveling that with all the promoters, none of the other girls are early, so they always pad the call time. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, and I'm ready 10 minutes before that call yep. time. And then I get there and they're like, cool. So your meet and greet's in like an hour and a half. Yeah. Oh my like, God. Excuse me. <laughs> like, yikes. Yeah. Early for everything. And I'd rather just sit there. I'm the literal same. Like I, oh my everything. I, my entire life has been like that. And my mom is like that too. She my, would pick me up. I was the first one to be dropped off at the sleepover. The first one to be picked up. Same. My I mom sit would at home and panic until I get there. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. I, I block can't. things off in 30 minutes. So mm. I've, I think it's going to take me. 35 minutes to get there, mm-hmm. I give myself an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just always how my mom taught me to do things. So you you block it off in 30 minutes and it's just a helpful way to just be fucking early for it. For sure. And I mean, like, like I, I, give, I give myself 30 minutes to get here. It takes me 10 minutes to get here. Yeah. Do you, like, do you start doing your makeup like insanely early too? Um, I give myself an hour and a half. I give myself like three hours. It is never in three? my hour, Like two and a half to like three. It's never in my entire life taken me more than, in the last two years, taken me more than an hour to do my makeup. Yeah. But are you Ever. like, same. Are you like, put your eyebrows down, Instagram. No. <laughs> I literally sit down and I fucking do it. And like, huh. I do my, and it takes, this take, like my eyebrows take like, you Maybe. have some bushy eyebrows. I know, but they take like a minute. You can never tell how quickly somebody's eyebrows are going to cover, though. Like, yeah. some people have like giant groucho brows and they're just like, and some people have these little wispy things, but they will the, not stay down. Yeah. It's hard, like the longer the hair, the easier to see. Like, yeah. yeah. It's short. It's, exactly. It, it, it sticks it, out. It doesn't have the weight of it. For sure, for when sure. When I shaved like, my eyebrows to, to grow them back, it was so frustrating because the hair would not fucking stick down for like. A month. I'm afraid yeah. mine won't grow back if I shave them. Don't I'm terrified. It. I'm not going to. Miserable. I'm too scary. Yeah. Scared. Ugh. It's disgusting. Yeah. I, <laughs> I hated it. I could never. Yeah. I have too much face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think be on, be early, be be professional, be polite, have your music ready. Mm-hmm. Of course, be entertaining. If you can't be entertaining, pay extra attention to everything else we just said. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> smile. smile. Smile is better than talent, yeah. like we said. Yeah. Um, the motto. And yeah, and always like thank the promote, like just thank people. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's not, it costs it's just, you it's nothing. Very, it's very easy. It really is. If you're just yeah. polite and nice mm-hmm. and like on your, on your bullshit, you're yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't get too drunk. Very until important. after your number. <laughs> yeah, don't get caught doing drugs. Important. Um, yeah, I, the language there is yes. very... The yes. language there is very... No, sure. but that's with anything. It's like, if, if I... I mean, this is a whole rigmarole of a, <laughs> of a subject, but I, 
as me, someone who's in charge of the space, Mm -hmm. I just don't want to see anything that you're doing that Mm -hmm. I would have to yell at you for. Mm -hmm. So please fucking do it quietly. Mm -hmm. If you're doing something, keep it out of my hair. Like, I don't want to see it, you know? Out of sight, out of mind. Then you're not liable and you're not responsible and people are going to do whatever they're going to do, but just be... If you're going to do whatever you're going to do, be smart about it. It's yep. just like any job. I mean, even your boss is kind of like still a job at the end slacking of the day. off right, a little. And, and shocking. half right of now. your job is pretending that you're doing what you're doing. Like, that is literally half of any job. Like, just the things you're not supposed to be doing, just don't fucking talk about it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. anyways, do what you're going to do, but don't do it in front of your boss. Be yeah. smart. Smell good. Be nice. Smile. Brush your teeth. Brush, Brush your, teeth. your teeth. Brush your teeth. Yeah. Wash your butt. <laughs> Don't steal somebody else's mix. <gasps> Don't steal somebody else's Oh, my God. We're all having flashbacks. Get on up. <laughs> Get on up. It ain't over until the fat lady sings. <laughs> Turn the music. Turn the music. Turn the... I have to hear that one more time. I've heard that song. One more time. <laughs> Oof. Poor Joelopus. That mix just got passed around. Yeah. Whose mix is that? I think it's Joelopus. She uh, makes all of those like drag mixes. Really, with cracks, cracks and the thunders. Like, that's the, the yeah. infinite drag. Like, truly, that is like the. It never ends. Ever. Yep. No. All right. But um, this podcast must. Uh, oh, yes. is this it? This <gasps> is it. That was the last Time one. To oh my god. Good. This is why I can't sing. No, um, that was on tune, and there was you. a lovely timber to your voice yeah, just timber. then. <laughs> I love it. This was so fun. Yay! Thank you um, for having me. Uh, uh, where can we find you online? And on Twitter at B Heights One, on Facebook at Brooklyn Heights. Um, my website is www.brooklynheights.com. Noticing a theme here. No, <laughs> I know, right? Get on up! <laughs> Get on up! Um, and oh, go to my calendar to see what I'm doing next because I sure don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You'd right. see me at DragCon. <laughs> Yay! In a baby outfit. Yes, in um, a baby outfit. <laughs> Uh, I am T-Rex in Chicago. I'm at Drag Matinee every Saturday at Berlin. And I am at Roscoe's all the fucking time. And, uh, yeah, this will come out in, like, a month. So I don't Yeah, I don't know what's happening now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I am Lucky Stiff 2. That's the number two. We'll see. I will update you if that ever changes. I'm sorry for continuing the saga. Um, uh, every third... I'll tell you later. Every, <laughs> every third oh, Friday... Um, I co-host Goddess uh, with Cat Sass at Berlin Nightclub every fourth Friday. Cat is ideal, a, a truly beautiful human. Yeah, the best. Um, Every fourth Friday, I host co-host Delirium with Willie LeCue, which is a 1920s absinthe cabaret at the Newport Theater. Um, I know. Well, just wait, because I also co-host a show called Muse, which is a 1950s live singing variety show with Jimmy Swaggerty and Boobs Radley, and it's burlesque and drag and all sorts of amazing things. I was hoping that it was going to be about cats and spelled M-E-W-S, Muse. Oh, my God. It should have been. Bye. We fucked up so deeply that I can't even talk about it. Yikes. Well, on that note, goodbye forever. Bye. And that's the G. And I oop. And I oop. Hell. Thank you. That was easy.